0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into the news. Let's start off with some basketball talk. The Knicks got a, another win last night. That's three in a row. They're 8-8 eight and eight on the season. They got a win last night over the Golden State Warriors, 119-104. They had a really good performance out of R.J. Barrett. 28 points, 10 for 17 from the field. Two for three from three-point range. And uh, also very good game for Julius Randle. 16 points, 17 rebounds. And, uh, yeah, Steph Curry had 30 points on the other side for the Warriors. Draymond Green had two technical fouls. One of them was kind of weird, though, because like he was trying to communicate with uh, the rookie James Wiseman and got teed up and then got ejected. He was not too happy about that. That's pretty ridiculous, though, that a player could get ejected for something that I guess wasn't intended for. The other team or a ref so that's kind of a weird situation and then the Knicks went on to win so the Knicks continue to uh, show that they can hang with some of the best teams in the uh, league they got an impressive win over the Celtics even though Jason Tatum was not playing and Kemba got hurt also so We'll still take that win. We'll also take this one. And now they move forward. So I guess we'll see how they do. But Knicks-Tate, let's go. They're finally playing pretty well. Tom Thibodeau might have gotten the Knicks under control. And he has a lot of young talent that he can help to uh, hopefully make the team good again. The Lakers continue to be a dominant team. Last night, they faced the Bucks. LeBron had 34 points, was 13 for 25 from the field. And six rebounds, eight assists, showing that LeBron is still at the top of his game and is right there with the elite scorers in the Western Conference as usual. And right now on the season, LeBron's averaging 24 points, 7.8 rebounds, and 7.6 assists. Not bad for a 36 year old. Giannis had 25 points, was 11 for 17 from the field, 12 rebounds, 3 assists. <clears throat> So, this weekend, obviously, is the conference championship weekend in the NFL. In the NFC, we got Tampa Bay facing Green Bay. This is a great matchup, obviously. Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers. This is going to be a shootout, I'm sure. I mean, I hope they both have solid defenses. And obviously their offenses speak for themselves, so I guess we'll see if Tom Brady's able to uh, get to the Super Bowl in his home stadium, which would be something. If Tom Brady can win his seventh Super Bowl in the stadium that he just plays his home games in, like, that would be fucking crazy. <laughs> But, obviously, I like Aaron Rodgers. He's one of the GOATs. And this is going to be a matchup of two of the best quarterbacks. So, in that game, I'm going to take Tampa Bay just for the fact of them playing the Super Bowl in their home stadium. I think that would be something. (laughs) I don't think that's happened before. I don't think a team's at least won in their home stadium to win the Super Bowl. So that would be crazy. And then in the AFC, we got the Buffalo Bills taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. And obviously, the talk of the town is if Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to play in this game because of his concussion protocol and if he's capable of giving it a go. And honestly, I like, hope he's able to because like, otherwise like, sports media is just going to rip apart the fact that The best player didn't play in the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship game. But hopefully he's okay and was able to get help during this week and was able to recover. So I guess we'll see because otherwise Josh Allen is going to take over. And it would be something for the Bills to get to the Super Bowl for the first time in a long time. I would think, like, 1993 or something like that with Jim Kelly. And that would be something for the people of Buffalo. They have a diehard fan base, Bills Mafia. And it would be something if the Bills could get to the Super Bowl and take on... Tom Brady. So, I'm rooting for the Bills this weekend. I'm rooting for the underdogs. Even though that they're a very capable team. And I think they're going to be able to take down the Kansas City Chiefs. But if Patrick Mahomes plays, that's a completely different story. But I'm still going to take the Bills for the sake of taking the Bills because the Bills aren't there all the time. And they haven't been there often. So, I'm looking at the injury report for the Bills also, and it says Stefan Diggs questionable. Uh, I hope he's not questionable because he's a huge part of their offense, and him and Josh Allen are the reason why they're in the position that they are. Along with, like, really solid defensive efforts from Tre'Davious White and Jordan Poyer all season, and they're gonna put up a fight at least, like, I hope that this game isn't gonna be a blowout, and I mean, like, I don't expect Chad Henney to put on an extreme effort by any means, I mean, no offense, but He hasn't really amounted to much in his career. He's been, like, there, but he hasn't, like, done anything. (laughs) So, if that's the case, the Bills are going to win. But I guess we'll have to see. So, another thing I wanted to talk about is in the baseball world. And the Mets fucking general manager is a creep and like sent like sixty two like dick pics essentially <laughs> to his this girl I don't know who the hell she is but like I guess uh she didn't answer him at all and reported him and this guy got fucking fired and good on Steve Cohen for getting rid of a creep within the Mets organization because, like, they've been trying to get back to at least the positive standpoint in the eye of the media. And obviously, they've been in the downturn of the Bernie Madoff scandal that occurred a long time ago at this point. And they're finally ridding themselves of the Will Pond name from the franchise. And Steve Cohen is doing a positive thing by getting rid of this guy, Jared, whatever the fuck his name is, don't really matter at this point. He's fucking done. So they didn't put up with it for too long. Jared Porter, Uh, he acknowledged it and he was sent on his way. So uh, peace out, motherfucker. Creep. So, also, this weekend is Conor McGregor against Dustin Poirier for the second time. Obviously, this is six years after their first bout. Connor obviously winning inside of one minute. And from what we've been seeing on Instagram and the UFC videos, it looks like Connor's in great shape and he's very dangerous, obviously, when he's in good shape and capable of doing whatever the hell he wants inside an octagon. He's the champ champ, and he's going to do something exciting this weekend. Obviously, I got Connor in that fight. Dustin Poirier would have to do something insane for him to have an opportunity to beat Connor. So, Connor McGregor, let's go. And then the co main event is Dan Hooker versus Michael Chandler. And this is Michael Chandler's debut in the UFC. Obviously, he's a decorated Bellator champ, three-time champ over there in the lightweight division. And, yeah, that's something to look forward to. And Dan Hooker is a very accomplished boxing and uh, kickboxing in his repertoire he trains with like israel adesanya in new zealand and he's a very dangerous guy and it should be a crazy fight very high intensity fight and that should be fucking really cool So some new music came out today. A song that was supposed to be on DJ Scheme's album released today. It's called Buck Fifty. And it released on a finished edition. Finished edition of his album Family. The song is called Buck Fifty. He produced a song and Juice World is on the song and like i've been saying obviously it's sad listening to juice world after the fact especially a year and so after he's passed now, and like it's just really sad that he could have been doing a lot and his music is still obviously making money for his family and stuff like that and Doing insane numbers on Spotify and Apple Music and stuff like that. That's great and all, but I wish that he was still here. Because, like, he could have been making some insane music if he was still alive. He was, like, breaking through into some, like, new territories that haven't really been seen before. and. Eh. And he was like one of my favorite artists of like the last couple of years, no lie. I really connected with his music and felt what well, his music really stood for. It. So, RIP to Juice World, the song is really good. Another project that released today is called Unbothered by Lil Skies. I was a big fan of Lil Skies when he first came onto the scene. I was in college at the time, and his music was always playing in parties and cars and whatever. He was kind of like a soundtrack to what I was going through at the time. And especially after losing my mom when I was in college, kind of being on my own, having my dad back home while I was away. Like, it kind of made me, like, feel some shit. And he's a very real artist. He's obviously been through a lot of shit himself. And this album's really good. He has a couple features on it. One with Wiz Khalifa called Excite Me. And a really cool song called Having My Way featuring Lil Durk. And honestly, like, the album was very well put together. He has put out an album, it seems like, a year or so. But yeah, that's definitely something to check out. So, this Monday on Kiff at 11 a.m., it's the Monday program again, and this time they're doing a Simpson. eh, Simpsons collab. Sorry, I got (laughs) tongue-tied. And The Simpsons is one of my favorite cartoons from, like, when I was a kid. And I'll still occasionally watch it now. Like, obviously, I'm not, like, huge into cartoons. I don't really have time to be watching cartoons anymore. But definitely interested in seeing what they have to offer for this collab. And... Should be interesting. Obviously, I'm going to be locked in 11 a.m. Monday. And, yeah. But. Other than that. Drake said on instagram that he's not dropping this month now so that concludes the speculation but that did uh get out to the world on the day that i predicted so that's kind of (laughs) weird i said january 21st it was gonna drop but he announced that it wasn't dropping so I was almost on the ball, but not really, but anyway, I got in some Kif the other day, and this t-shirt that I got was a collaboration between Kif and the New Yorker, which is a magazine out of New York. Obviously, it's about like lifestyle and culture, New York and shit. And there is a collab that they did, which has a cover that they did in, like, the 90s uh, for Martin Luther King Day, and it released on Martin Luther King Day, and since I was young, I've done, like, a few, like, I remember doing book reports about Martin Luther King Jr., and, like, seeing, like, films about him and reading books and we learned about him in school obviously but like there's more to Martin Luther King Jr than like people sometimes like appreciate and like i kind of like always like appreciated what he stood for and he was a good person that was trying to make a positive change in society and honestly like this piece of clothing was really cool to get because of the fact that they worked with his son directly on this collection and they released a bunch of other stuff too but this t-shirt was well put together and the back is like a piece of art so martin luther king jr will Always be a major force in American and global societies for the work that he did. And hopefully now that the new president, Joe Biden, is in office, I'm not saying he's going to make immediate positive change or anything like that. Like I'm not the biggest fan, but I'm not too political, as I've said in the past. Obviously, I'm there to stand up for causes that I want to stand up for. And obviously, I am an ally for Black Lives Matter, as I have, like, a lot of black friends. And, like, obviously, what's going on is super fucked up. And no one should be fearing for their life just because of the color of their skin. And I mean that wholeheartedly and I've always been there for people and I've never really saw color on people. Like I try to be as positive as I can and especially now that I've grown up and I'm a 23-year-old man. I've seen a lot of things happen in this world and been through a lot of things myself, but like what makes you a better person is what you go through and you can learn and appreciate each day like it is your last because you don't know what's going to come. But you got to make sure that you're living your best life while you are living your best life. Because you gotta live your best life Because you can't live it twice And This has been an episode of One Stop Shop Thank you for listening Peace the fuck out guys See you soon Bye